Happy Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, October the 20th, 2021, and today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 75, Job 41, 12 through 34, John 13, 1 through 17, or you could have read Psalm 37, 23 through 40, 1 Samuel 12, 1 through 25, and then end with John again. I'm going to take a look at John 13, 1 through 17, and talk about stuff preachers say, because we say a lot of stuff, and sometimes we don't explain it very well. And then sometimes we're just kind of off base, um, like badly off base. Uh, so if you were around a Methodist very long, uh, you'll hear us, or at least I really hope you'll hear us say or use these terms. Um, you'll hear us use words like justification, sanctification, and then perfection. Um, and the problem is that that can cause some confusion, especially um, when our preachers and teachers aren't really on the same page. Uh, so justification, by way of explanation, uh, justification quickly is the grace that God gives us, and it's the grace by which we're forgiven of, uh, of sin and guilt, the guilt of our sins. We have that burden of guilt lifted from us. Um, sanctification is the grace God gives us that relieves us, uh, relieves us from the power. It lifts the power of sin off of our lives. We're no longer, um, we're no longer burdened by that. We're no longer enslaved by it, if you want to put it that way. You know, it no longer has power over our lives. Um, so justification forgives our past debts, and sanctification perfects us so that we will no longer sin, or that we no longer have to sin. And, and yeah, I know that's probably raising a lot of questions in your head, but maybe it'll make a little bit more sense, and surely we'll deal with that later, at later date, because there's a lot you can talk about with this, and people have, and some people not so well. Um, but that word perfection, perfection is where a lot of people get tripped up, because, you know, nobody's perfect, right? That's, you know, that's kind of arrogant to say that. And matter of fact, like I said before, as an elder in the United Methodist Church, when I was ordained, I had to answer the question, are you moving on to perfection and do you expect to you know, achieve it in this lifetime? And I had to say yes. I said that before. And um, a lot of people hear that and think, oh, God, that's just really arrogant. You just think you're that great. You're never going to screw up. You're never going to mess up. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, John Wesley has this letter that he wrote in 1758, and he wrote it uh, to a woman that he only identifies as H in, in the copies that you know we have, um, trying to you know to protect people's anonymity and stuff. Uh, but this person was confused by the language of perfection that some of the Methodist preachers that she had heard were using, and it was language that Wesley was not happy with at all, and was not really happy that these preachers didn't get it. Um, and he had to go back and clarify. And he's like, I, I, I didn't teach them this. This is not what I say. Um, so some of them were saying that unless a believer was in a completely perfect state, unless they were in a perfect state, um, they were still cursed by God. Uh, even if they had been justified, even if they had come to faith and asked God to forgive their sins and sought out baptism, that they were, if they were not completely perfect, then they were still kind of like on the outside, even though they had been justified. Um, and then others were telling her that if she, you know, were to die before she became entirely perfect, that she would just perish in hell, you know, and even if she was justified. That's, that's a problem. Um, 
So, but here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with perfection, with the way people understand that. As Wesley puts it, these preachers, they don't seem to understand that the perfection that we're after, the perfection that we're talking about, the perfection that Wesley said that we could uh, we could achieve and that we could, you know, move towards and we could even, you know, achieve in this lifetime, um, if God was so moved, uh, that that perfection is um, it's a perfection in love, not just not a perfection in actions. It's not saying that you're never going to screw up, you're never going to make mistakes. It's saying that you are going to be perfected in love. Um, in other words, uh, we're promised to be made perfect in love, that's love of God and love of neighbor, right? That, that we are going to be perfected in that way, that we will, that God will work in our lives through the Holy Spirit and through Christ in such a way that we will be able to love him fully um, and love our neighbor fully as a result. And so that's the perfection. Um, it's... And that's the kind of thing that delivers us from the bondage to sin. Because remember, sin is really about your stubborn disobedience and your selfishness. That you know better and that you don't really care what God wants or you don't really care what, you know, he can see that you might need to see and hear. That's what leads us to sin. That's what leads us to sin against God, against ourselves, against our neighbors. It's, that's the thing that... Christian perfection, that being perfected in love kind of brings an end to. We no longer have to bear that burden. Um, so it's not perfection, like I said, as in you'll never slip up, you'll never screw up, you'll never make a mistake, um, you'll never err in judgment. Um, you know, we're all moving on to perfection. And that's key language, this idea that we're moving on to it. Sanctification, this, you know, being made perfect in love is a work that God in Christ and in the Holy Spirit is constantly doing in our lives. Um, and it begins at the point we're justified, it begins at the point we seek, you know, forgiveness from God and that we admit that we, you know, have sinned and that we are sinful and that we really do want to follow him. It begins that point and then it kind of goes on throughout our lives. Um, so, John Wesley, in this letter, he goes on to explain um, that a text like John 13, 10, because um, that came up in the question that this woman was asking, you know, where Jesus is washing the disciples' feet um, and tells them that they're clean, he said, you know, that's that's not really about perfection. That's not really about entire sanctification. That's, that's about justification. Um, it, it means that, you know, that this has been done for you and you are clean. And, but those feet, though, <laughs> those feet, that's the problem. He's like, you know, you don't need, because Peter's like, oh, don't just stop at my feet. Because Peter, you know, Peter's a drama queen. He's always going over the top, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, hyperbole. Um, and Jesus is like, no, you don't need that, Peter. You've been, you're clean, but your feet are nasty. Um, you know, they're, they're entirely clean, save for their feet. And so, here's the deal. We, we have been justified, but we move through this world. Um, and we will always be disciples um, who watch the, the saviors stoop down to wash our feet, constantly nudging us onto perfection, um, you know, telling us to leave behind our selfish ways. And to more perfectly love him and more perfectly love each other. So, you know, enjoy the fact that you're clean, but let Jesus wash your feet and, you know, 
take care of that daily because we're all moving on. Anyway, that's the DBR for today. Get out, enjoy the day, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you.